0: Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Brinkinridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR.
1: By the way, if you're wondering, what does Facebook know about me? or What does Facebook have on me? There's something really interesting you can do. And some people are are surprised to see how much is there. But you can basically download your account. You download a copy of everything that Facebook has. All you got to do is go to settings, then click on download a copy of your Facebook data. And it can save as a zip file. It may be pretty big, but it will have everything. And you can see it all for yourself. So what needs to come of all of this? And if we're going to go down the path of regulating Facebook, um, how do we go about it? What does regulation look like and what do we hope it's going to achieve? Well, next guest, some really interesting uh, thoughts on all of this. Josh Constine is uh, editor at large with TechCrunch.com. Josh, thanks so much for joining us here. Welcome to the program.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: First of all, do you think that this is kind of a turning point for Facebook? They've had controversy in the past, obviously, but this seems unlike anything they've had to deal with before.
0: I actually think this is a lot like what they've had to deal with before yeah. because this is going to blow over the same way as previous scandals. The fact is that Facebook's been dogged by negative press for years now, but because there's no real alternative for, to Facebook, no place people can go to privately share their photos or create an identity for themselves on the Internet the same way that isn't already owned by Facebook like Instagram, there's just no teeth to the idea of a delete Facebook campaign, and I think this will all blow over.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you you, you point out the you know, the hashtag delete Facebook. I mean, it's already starting to tail off.
0: Exactly, you know, delete Uber. That campaign actually peaked much higher in terms of tweets per day than the delete Facebook movement, and I think that's largely because there's Lyft. People who don't want to be on Uber anymore can switch to Lyft, and they don't have to change their behavior. They just change their brand. But with Facebook, there's just no real alternative. Twitter's mostly public. Snapchat's mostly ephemeral. And Instagram and WhatsApp are owned by Facebook. So there's nowhere for people to go. And that's why I think these movements have fizzled out over and over.
1: So if we decide that we need to regulate Facebook, and you make the interesting point, that that may actually end up protecting Facebook more than anything.
0: Yeah, so Facebook is such a big company with so much money that it can afford to jump through the government hoops of regulation. But its competitors, smaller startups, they might not have the same resources to be able to handle that kind of regulation. And that might mean they might just decide not to build that kind of social network. Venture capitalists might decide they don't want to fund it. Or it just might be hard for them to be able to build as huge of an index of psychographic profiles and social graphs as Facebook so that they can actually rival the biggest social network of the day.
1: You think people want an alternative? It's interesting because, um, you know, I've been seeing a lot of ads on Twitter, oddly enough, for DuckDuckGo, the search engine. And their whole thing is, look, we don't track what you do. We don't save anything about you. Uh, we're completely different from Google. And Google's had the same kind of controversies uh, about privacy and data, but yet people keep going back to Google.
0: Yeah, I think we've seen that there's truly an interest in alternatives to Facebook, and that's why every time somebody builds an alternative, even if it's terrible, even if it hardly works, things like Ello, Peach, Mastodon, and most recently Vero, people just flock to that sign-up page, and they see millions of people sign up in a matter of days. But the fact is that those social networks just aren't well built. They aren't built out properly. And so nobody stays and everyone ends up drifting back to Facebook. And so, yeah, I think that we, we really do need a better alternative before any of these kind of campaigns to punish Facebook are truly going to work.
1: Well, what are hoping to accomplish? I mean, we, we talk about regulating Facebook where we need, we need new rules or we need something. But what, what's the end game here? Or what should it be?
0: So if, it depends on what we want to have happen to Facebook. If you want to actually make a significant change to the company, you have to break it up. You have to break up Instagram, WhatsApp, and Facebook. So if they can't have these economies of scale on data anymore, where anybody or any of them could basically trade research, engineering uh, resources, ad sales teams, anti-spam efforts, which helps keep all of them in the lead. If we just wanna make Facebook a bit of a safer place for us, I think there's room for that, but we have to make sure that any regulation regarding data privacy or ads transparency to prevent election interference, doesn't inhibit competition. And that's why I would suggest that any of those kind of rules should only apply to really big social networks, maybe ones with 100 or 200 million daily active users, so that it's really only bigger companies either about to go public or who are already public who can actually have to deal with this regulation while small startups are encouraged to thrive and become real competitors to Facebook.
1: Well, I I think Breakup's something that obviously the company fears most right now. How how serious a threat do you think that is?
0: I honestly don 't think the government has the spine to go through with it. you know we have we live in a, a society that really favors corporations or especially with President Trump and so i don 't suspect that to be something that 's truly going to happen, but I think Facebook knows it's a threat, and that 's why Mark Zuckerberg has been out on an apology tour talking to all these journalists saying how you know how it knows its responsibility, same with it buying. Uh, the large full-page ads in nine different newspapers around the world uh, this last week just because it's trying to show that, yeah, we can regulate ourselves. You don't have to do any real regulation. And it's even courting weaker regulation like the Honest Ads Act that Zuckerberg said he'd love to see because he knows that it's not going to be anything more than a speed bump for, for Facebook. So if we really want to get it at fixing things, we need to talk about how people are, are, are understanding the data that they're giving away. And I think that means putting much more serious and almost scary uh, screens up when you're deciding you want to give your data to an app.
1: It, it seems, though, you know, their, their response to all of this, that, that how they didn't see this coming or, or how they allowed it to get as big as it did, they, they seem to have gone from almost apathetic to almost full-blown panic mode. What, what do you make of, of their reaction just in recent days then?
0: I think what we're seeing is that Facebook is not responding to user backlash because new downloads of Facebook are not dropping. Uh, Their app store rank has actually improved and no major advertisers have said that they're going to bail from Facebook. So while the stock price is down, I would actually expect it to come back up. I don't think Facebook is really worried about its business in the short term. But the problem is that if Facebook becomes seen as the evil social network, if it loses that moral high ground, it's going to have a lot harder time recruiting. Top talent in Silicon Valley. And that, those employees, those hires, are what drive its innovation. And so if it can't hire the best people, we might see a stagnation of innovation from Facebook in the next few years. And that could actually open the door to competitors, which is really what we need right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, people can read more, as mentioned, TechCrunch.com. Josh, appreciate your input on this. Thanks for joining us here. Yeah, my pleasure. Take care. That's Josh Constein with TechCrunch.com. Says, what we need is competition not necessarily regulation. Uh, let's go to the phones here, 974-8255. Is it Ingo? Yes, it is. All right, what do you think?
2: Well, how are you, Rob? I actually texted you several times because I really don't like to call in, but I think this oh, is God, a yeah. very important, very important issue. And I will tell you my experience with Facebook. Well, my wife created a Facebook page for me, And uh, she created this so that she can see her own Facebook page. I wasn't interested in Facebook. And um, because, a matter of fact, I call it the anti-social network. And I have my experiences like going to a restaurant and I see a couple with a child in a restaurant and both parents are on their bloody phones and the the child is just sitting there being bored. That is anti-social. the next step. So I'm starting to use the Facebook page to be in contact with my relatives in Germany and so forth. And all of a sudden, one day, my wife comes up to, my, to me and she is nothing but furious. Because she Googled my name and it came up that I accordingly to her opened up three dating profiles.
1: Oh dear. <laughs>
2: okay, so it took me two days to prove to her that it wasn't me because the picture she used at the time was the picture she placed when she opened up the Facebook account, okay? Mm-hmm. And it took me two days to convince her and getting out of this misery. So fortunately, so what, then I did my research. One more of them was MySpace, by the way, the other two I can't remember. So. What I did, because I'm dual citizen, I'm also European, I emailed Google and I asked them to take me off the search. Of course, Google wanted to have proof that I'm European, because in Europe, Google has to take off your searches if you want to, if you can prove that you haven't been involved. So I, had to, I sent the proof and, and it was taken off. Google, actually Facebook, sold my profile with my picture. Ever since I did not allow my wife to tag me in my pictures, Mm -hmm. then what I had to do is I changed my picture, my my personal picture, to my motorcycle so that this will never happen again, that anybody knows what I uh, look like. Because I have no interest in people contacting me who I don't even know. And I don't have any interest that Facebook goes through my contact list and sends them a message. Oh, Ingo is on MySpace, right? This is just like, yeah. it's like catfishing.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Ingo, thanks for sharing that story with us. I appreciate the phone call. Listen, we've got a lot more to get to in the program today. Before we go any further, though, it is time for Great Ideas brought to you by Park2Go Value Valet. No need to search for an empty parking spot with door-to-door drop in go valet service. Reserve and save at park2go.ca.